What is not written is not said. What is not written remains undone. Some things can be risked leaving to memory and others simply must be noted. These are referred to as noteworthy things. When you encounter the noteworthy that is backed by and based on the word of God, you have met the noteworthy. Welcome to the noteworthy with Teddy Podcast, brought to you by Reverend Teddy A. Jones. Get your mind in gear and your willpower engaged. The revolution begins now. Here is today's episode. Shalom. We continue to explore biblical models of how to respond to crisis. Last week, we suggested that we view crisis as an opportunity to reevaluate our priorities in life and contemplate the divine accountability. Today, I want us to consider crisis as a gift that drags us back from the abyss of self-centeredness to the planes of community, solidarity, and true humanity. It is worth repeating that the COVID-19 pandemic has stripped away much of the veneer of self-sufficiency and clout we thought we had. Humans, however, tend to have short memories and as such are in constant need of reminding. The logistics and supply chain issues, delays which emerged during the two years of lockdowns and other restrictions, have been made to linger, or perhaps expanded in scope, by the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Ukraine is one of the world's largest suppliers of grain, and Russia has effectively blocked these shipments. India, another major supplier of grain and related inputs for the food manufacturing sector, has reported their own issues over there, while over in the USA, a recent report indicated that there are only about 10 weeks of grain supplies remaining. To say that there is a looming global food insecurity train barreling down the track at us is perhaps an understatement. The Bible is not short on stories that revolve around food shortage. Some were war-induced, others would today be classified by insurance firms as acts of nature or acts of God, from locusts to drought to horticultural plagues. The food shortage in the time of the widow of Zarephath comes to mind. Her actions in the midst of a personal crisis are our model being proposed today. We meet this woman, whose name, the scribe of 1 Kings 17 verses 7 to 16, doesn't bother to supply. She is labeled into perpetuity by her marital status, a widow, a constant reminder that she has suffered one of life's greatest losses. Her only companion was her son. Here is the account. Eventually, the brook dried up because of the drought. Then God said to him, 
get up and go to Zarephath in Sidon and live there. I've instructed a woman who lives there, a widow, to feed you. So he got up and went to Zarephath. As he came to the entrance of the village, he met a woman, a widow, gathering firewood. He asked her, Please, would you bring me a little water in a jug? I need a drink. As she went to get it, he called out, And while you're at it, would you bring me something to eat? She said, I swear, as surely as your God lives, I don't have so much as a biscuit. Have a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a bottle. You found me scratching together just enough firewood to make a last meal for my son and me. After we eat it, we'll die. Elijah said to her, Don't worry about a thing. Go ahead and do what you've said. But first, make a small biscuit for me and bring it back here. Then go ahead and make a meal from what's left for you and your son. This is the word of the God of Israel. The jar of flour will not run out and the bottle of oil will not become empty before God sends rain on the land and ends this drought. And she went right off and did it. Did just as Elijah asked. And it turned out as he said, daily for her and her family. The jar of meal didn't run out and the bottle of oil didn't become empty. God's promise fulfilled to the letter, exactly as Elijah had delivered it. The word of the Lord. The first observation to be made is that crisis does not cancel God's care and provision for God's children. We tend to have a default reaction to crisis that assumes that God's love and care has dried up. Though the brook dried up, God instructs Elijah where to go to access new source of food. You are out there and your income may be dwindling. You may have lost your job. Whatever is threatening your ability to put food on the table, remember this. God has never run out of supplies. And God is our caring, consistent, and capable Father. We should not miss Elijah's response either. Elijah got up and went to Zarephath. Now, whether he questioned the destination or not, whether he hesitated on the basis of the nationality of the widow or not, he got up and went there. Over in Luke chapter 4, Jesus would remind the Israelites of this unusual choice by God to make the point that a prophet is only without honor in his own country. Part of the faith journey is the tension between human logic and reasoning and following by faith the peculiar instructions from God for the mitigating of the impact of crisis. Could it be that we remain in and with the weight of crisis at times because we are not humble enough to follow God's way out? Some of you listening know that God is calling you to repentance and following Jesus 
but remain as you are because of your pride. The cross beckons again. Right now, I urge you to come to Jesus. The closing lesson from this food shortage response is the sheer selflessness of this woman. Elijah meets her here at the point of total resignation to her fate. She knows she has gotten to the end of her resources. She will bake this last meal for herself and her son and wait for death to come collect them. Yet, when she hears the bold request of Elijah to make him a meal first from the little that she had, she obliged. Death has snatched away her husband. The drought has gobbled up her pantry supplies. But the generosity and hospitality of her soul have been impenetrable. Crisis can either dehumanize us and make the evil in us recalcitrant or reinvent us into our finer, best human selves. When resources are scarce, we die faster if we all hoard the little we have. But we survive and thrive if we each love our neighbor as ourselves by sharing. The world needs a return to personal hospitality and generosity. Are you coming along? Thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast, Noteworthy with Teddy. This is Reverend Teddy A. Jones. You think about it, let's talk about it. I look forward to your questions and comments. Use the social media links provided here to connect with me. If it's noteworthy, then others need to hear. Thanks for sharing the podcast with your friends and family. See you on the next episode. DV.